What makes the good life the good life? This podcast is on a mission to find out. So join us as we explore the heartland's best and most honest voices. Venture to all four corners of York County, because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. to like, subscribe, and review our podcast. Doing so will help grow the podcast, and we appreciate uh, all the help from our listeners. Um, we also would like to take some time to thank our members. Uh, without these great members, we wouldn't be able to do what we do down here at uh, York County Development Corporation. So we want to thank our members, such as Central Valley Ag, Cornerstone Bank, uh, Mead Lumber Company, uh, 104.9 Max Country, and Cool 103.5. Uh, just some of the great uh, members that we have uh, here at York County Development Corporation. So if you're interested in being a member or learning more about our members, you can find them at our member directory page at yorkdevco.com. That's yorkdevco.com. And so we'll jump into our interview. Today we are joined by a York native. Uh, he grew up in York, and his first jobs were here at Penners and Wyatt, learning all he could from Clarence Hoffman and Roger Wyatt running their business. Uh, Randy leveraged that experience uh, and uh, turned, uh, decided to start his own business, York Boot and Repair, in 1999. So today, I welcome business owner and county commissioner, Randy Overmeyer, to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, good to have you. Uh, so yeah, we'll kind of jump in. Uh, this first segment's called What's New, and it's kind of talking about new things going on in the community, um, whether it's uh, you know new or new in your department, office, wherever, business. Uh, so whether an office tool or policy or a program or service, just kind of sharing about what's going new. And so a new tool that we have at York County Development Corporation um, is something called Size Up. And this is uh, a tool to kind of empower our local inspiring entrepreneurs um, through an innovative online service. And this service is called Size Up. The service is available free to all local entrepreneurs on the YCDC website that I mentioned previously. Size Up provides a powerful market research and business intelligence that is both industry specific and hyper local. It includes the same and similar data that is used by huge corporations, but which has been historically inaccessible to small businesses because of the cost and expertise required to analyze the data. Size Up helps to level the business playing field by empowering our local entrepreneurs and small businesses with this data insights at no cost to them so they can make uh, data-driven companies just like the biggest companies. So we hope to have this tool uh, be used by our local uh, existing businesses to find their missing markets. Um, you know you know where your customers are, but um, it's tough to know what you don't know. So this, this tool hopes to kind of shed a spotlight into those uh, darker areas that you may not know about your business. And if you're thinking about starting a business, this is also a great tool uh, to help justify um, any of your um, thoughts about starting this business. It'll help show you if the need is there, if the desire is there, the demand is there. Um, and so we, we hope that this tool is used by um, everyone in the community that um, is interested in, in starting a business or has a small business of their own. So what's going on in your world? Or? Well, a, a couple new things. Uh, you know, we just closed out the year 2021 at, at our county commissioner meetings yesterday. And as we start the next year, 2022, will be an election cycle. 
uh, which runs from 23, 24, 25, 26. So uh, us as elected people have to sign up every yep. four years, and that will start just after the first of the year. We can sign up for an election. We have until roughly February 14th to get our signature on if we're going to rerun, and then that's for the incumbents. And then, of course, the newbies have an extra 15 days to decide if they want to sign up. So that, you know, we'll have an election year this next year. But maybe more exciting in, my, in our personal life, um, our business that you mentioned that we took over in, in 1999, when we turn the key next Monday, we'll be opening the door of its 101st year wow. in downtown York. And, and not in the same place, but right next door. So mm-hmm. in 1921, the Garner family started that business on the west side of the square, and uh, we're still fixing shoes there yet today. Now, we do much different business than then, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not many businesses in downtown York that, that will be able to say that. So it's pretty cool. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, that is an exciting... Uh, are, do you have any plans for anything? Any any celebrations? Or yeah, we went else? through this year, which would have been our 100th, and we mm-hmm. kept thinking we're going to do something, and, and uh, we're blessed. And we, we just are so busy. We just we didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> I'll probably put something out on, on uh, YouTube or, or something, you know, yeah. celebrating and thanking the Garner family for their investment into the York right. community years ago. And we're probably just going to keep working through it. Uh, hopefully some news gets out, people stop in, maybe some older people stop in and, yeah, no, and say, great. Hey, so now we didn't do anything big celebration. We do what we do every day. No, that's know, all right. So. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. Stay busy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll jump right into our interview. So you grew up here in, uh, kind of the York ish area. I know you kind of, um, started up in Strasburg area. So tell me a little bit about your family growing up, uh, your parents, uh, siblings. Uh, I know you probably had some uh, grandparents and cousins in the area. So just talk to me a little bit about, you know, you know, growing up here in the community and what that was like. Yeah, we, we moved to York from Strongsburg when, when Overland took over and, and bought it, or brought the company to town, which my dad worked for uh, for 21 or 22 years before he had to go away from us. Uh, the good Lord came and took him. Uh, but anyhow, we, we grew up one of three brothers. Uh, the house that, that we grew up in was right on Nebraska Avenue, so I, my shop was within two blocks of that house. And, you know, unfortunately, Mom, you know, got taken from us last year, so now it's just me and my two brothers around. But the grow-up time in York was great. You know, we grew up in the 70s and, and 80s, which was, you know, pretty cool time. Everybody was pretty evenly matched so to speak you know it it was just a different time than what we're living in right now but our family Mm -hmm. you know moved here in 1850 and so they've been in the Waco area since 18 actually moved in there in the 1870s so I haven't got too far about (laughs) eight miles away from where the homestead is still in family hands that's pretty cool We're, we're deeply rooted and invested into this county and uh, we really enjoy it. You know, I, I went through my high school years thinking any time to get out of here was a great time for me. And then when I got into my 20s, early 30s, I can't imagine living anywhere else and, right. and raising a family and doing business, stuff like that. So um, pretty cool. Well, you know, we like it. In the past 50 years, that you know, uh, the mind of a 16-year-old really doesn't change. You know, no. <laughs> they want to get out of this place as fast as they can. And then, you know, by the time they realize, you know, what's important to them, they... You know, maybe they do want to come back and stick around and yep. things like that. Yep, and some of us didn't leave. <laughs> you know, we stayed here the whole time. And then the others have, you know, I just had a customer through my shop yesterday spent 20 years in Kentucky, cool. and they're back in the area now too. So uh, the home is still home. No mm-hmm. matter where it was started, it's still always home. Definitely, definitely. 
Um, so what, what kept you kind of busy? I know you had a couple brothers. I'm sure that kept you busy. But how did you stay busy growing up here in York? Uh, were you involved with you know, sports? Did you have any hobbies, 4-H or anything like that? What kind of kept you, you know, entertained uh, during the days? Well, the, you know, there was sports were normal for me up until the high school years. Uh, just like everybody else, you know, you played about every sport you could. Got into the high school years, and then the job became a prevalent thing for me. And I started working at age 14 and, you know, worked at different places like Chances Are and, and, and Penners and stuff like that. But uh, you stayed busy with your friends, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I, I seen a comedian one day that said, you know, we didn't have all these toys, we had sticks. You know, so you, your imagination was great, and you just ran around, and, and you know, the... the environment that I had our neighborhood you know there were several families with small children and and you know which way was and and you displayed with them all the time you know and you had rules your rules was noon was was dinner six o'clock was supper you didn't dare me to see the one and most of the time you didn't have a watch to tell what time it was you just knew that you were home yeah, this, this feels about time. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so so now you know we have the constant communication. Mm-hmm. Then we didn't. We just had maybe more stringent rules that we had to live under. Uh, but there was always something to do. You know, we had the we grew up within a block and a half of the community center, so we had the community center at our disposal all the time. And you could go down there, and and uh, of course the same things were going on over the summertime. We had the swim pool, we had the movie theater, we had you know different things that we could do, baseball mm-hmm. uh, that we played all summer long, and and you know so it was just normal. What yeah. were the fields that I guess you played baseball? Same fields or uh, no? Bill, field Miller like? Park had had youth fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the field that at uh, Beaver Creek Park was our Optimus level. Yep. Yep. You know, so middle school is level, mm-hmm. but Eastdale Ballpark looked much different. It was wooden stands, wooden stadium, um, but that was the high school was our Eastdale Ballpark. Same places. Same places. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Been there for a long time. Definitely. You know, lighting wasn't as good as it is now. <laughs> Some nice concession games stands. Were a you know, <laughs> yeah, concession stands. Uh, you know, much different. Used to be a little square box, wood box, but uh, same place. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yep. that's really cool. And so, your what was your? You said your first job. You worked a few jobs. You know, chances are, chances um, are, penners. What were some of those other kind of first jobs that you had through those high school kind of days? Well, high school days, you know, was uh, was basically chances are up to penners, and then I worked for Pioneer uh, Research. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because the Pioneer Research, you know, I, I was high school age. You know, you'd like to think you're the smartest thing around. You're not. Uh, but some of the adults that worked out there at that time, and, and research was right out here on just by the fairgrounds, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm still friends with those, those adults to today. Wow. You know, they've turned into my customers, and a couple of the older ones are, are aged on me, and they still come in and we talk about, you know, days like that. So Pioneer Research was basically my summer job through high school, and then, you know, chances are, and, and worked in Penners, and that's been it. You know, I haven't worked for... A whole lot of people in my life, uh, just a few, just a handful. Uh, one thing that's much different today, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had this job I'm currently in for 22 years. By today's standards, that's about five different jobs. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I know quite a few people that have had, yeah, probably three or four jobs in that same amount of period. Yep. Yeah, um, and so. You went right into the workforce right after graduations, and so I did. Uh, why not college? I guess why did you want to go straight into the workforce? What kind of led you 
kind of in that down that path road. You know, it, it, just the attitude of of uh, school was enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, for me, yeah, uh, I think I could have been fine in college, no doubt in my mind. I could have done that, but it was just that my age, my thinking. Um, I was ready to go to work. I was ready to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be at home anymore, and I just wanted to get into the workforce. You know, and it had been through thirteen whole years of school. You know, that had to be enough. Um, and of course, I came from you know the generation before me. My father, in fact, at age fourteen, had decided school that's was enough, enough. Mm-hmm. and that was about one year's worth of that's enough. And then he went back to school and finished out his high school degree. Uh, so, you know, we didn't have any of that college in our in immediate history. background. Yeah. Um, and they, they really wanted me to go. I mean, it's not like there wasn't pressure, pressure to go. I just didn't see the advantages of it then. I see it now, mm-hmm. undoubtedly, but I don't regret the choice oh, that yeah. I took no. now either. No, definitely. And so um, right into the workforce, you were with um, Penners for a few years and then Wyatt for a few years. Um Talk to me a little bit about that experience and what you learned, you know, underneath Clarence and, and Roger. Well, you learn right away that the customer is everything, mm-hmm. and you treat the customer with respect, and they'll come back. If you treat the customer horribly, they're not going to come back. They're going to find someplace else. So, yeah, I started out with Penners right away, I, and I worked from '83 to uh, roughly '89, right at '90. You know, it, it was kind of a mid-year turn for me and went into the dirt business with Roger. Uh, Roger was only with us for another couple of years, so his good Lord came and got him. Learned as much with him, I probably in two years, as I did in the previous eight or nine, but then that had a lot to do with my age also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really was absorbing a lot more than about the good things in life. And uh, so then after that, I stuck with Carl Heine for additional years until 99. But you know, basically it's work hard, Get up every day, go to work, don't find a reason not to go to work, go to work and, and treat people with respect and then they'll take care of itself and it absolutely has. You know, we are the living proof of, you could have a great super paying job, but if you work every day and you pay your stuff off, sooner or later you get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And obviously as, as of now we have gotten to where we want to be. You know, in fact, I'd heard a statement the other day, uh, a couple of days ago, but if you find what you're supposed to do, it's neither time consuming or work. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you looked at my schedule now, some people would scratch their head and wonder why I do what I do, but it doesn't feel like work to me. So obviously, either it found me or I found it, but it's where I'm supposed to be. Definitely. Um, you're with Wyatt, and you, why, you know, the opportunity to, you know, you're. 10 years into marriage at this point, yep. you have a couple kids yep. at this point, why the idea to start or to, to purchase boot and repair or purchase a business, you know? Working for myself, that? let's go back to the fact that I didn't go on to college. It was mm-hmm. more headstrong oriented, wanted to do things my way, wanted to work for myself. Um, and and we, had, we was already, Tammy was already daycaring out of the home doing that part for mm-hmm. ourselves. So the opportunity to come up, uh, Mr. Garner and, and his wife, had, had, she had actually come down with cancer, and there was a wonderline question about who, what, what are we gonna do, where are we gonna get our shoes fixed? Because mm-hmm. at that time, originally years and years and years ago, there were three repair places in town. 
They were, were down to one at that time. And uh, we just called Mr. Garner up and, and we visited with him. And we went down and looked at the shop and, and we decided that leap of faith, let's jump into it and let's do it. So January 4th of 99, we decided to go into business for ourselves. Uh, it really fit both of our personalities. Um, and we are a unique couple in the fact that uh, we can spend that much time together and it's okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, some couples come in and tell us uh, it just wouldn't work. In 16 their, hours, you know, yeah, or 24, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, as you've seen personally, you know, we're up in the morning, six o'clock walking the streets mm -hmm. together. And truly that is the one time that we get to talk. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we come spend the whole day together and work together. And, and it isn't all bliss. Don't get <laughs> no. me wrong. We're wrong there, but uh, we can manage, and, mm -hmm. and so we get to do what we want to do, um, and that's a great thing. We should all find what you want to do, and exactly. that's what we wanted to do. You just want—I mean, it could have been any type of business that was coming up for sale, and you would have, you know, made an opportunity. Or was there something I, about the shoe industry, no, that, or you know, or the repair no, industry, or no? I don't think there was anything about that 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 was wanting. I, I truly believe that I could have did a lot of different things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, so once again, did I pick it or did it pick me? Right. You know, I'm not 100% sure there. I just know that that uh, we've adapted well to it. Mm -hmm. um, after 22 years in business, we, we know what we can do. We know what we can't do. Um, and uh, we just strive, you know, to, to do better and better and better. But we have got the background now of people come looking for us about the different things we can do. So it was just a matter, I think, of being in business for ourselves. Um, and this just happened to happen, you know, just came about, let's just put it that way. Because the first couple of years, those were your starving years, mm -hmm. you know, so we went through those. And uh, we felt like once we got through that, then yeah, we were good to go. So what were some of those, I guess, kind of challenges of, you know, taking over that business and you know, not knowing anything about it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Mr. Garner was very, very gracious to us. He, he stayed with us for six months. Um, he was in and out. You know, he wasn't there like 10 hours a day or anything right. like that. But he stayed with us. He showed us the, the what to do and everything else we've just learned, learned ourselves. Kinda, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So that was a huge challenge. Um, neither one of us had really been in a position where we had to do, you know, other than our normal check account mm -hmm. um, we didn't have to do stuff like that you know we didn't have to manage learning the, the accounting yes yeah, yeah. the accounting and, and things, ordering and, and knowing how to to you know make things work and uh, you know it works for us our system may be older than what some are Tammy still likes the pen and and paper type deal I've gotten into the computer so Excel we books, actually have a, a, a dual you know we both do our own thing uh, but yeah those were very challenging and then, of course, we came from a, a business that had been in business for years and years and years, and they hadn't caught up with the prices. Mm -hmm. So when we came in, we raised prices dramatically. And that was a huge challenge to get people to understand that, you know, they were very fortunate in town. They could get somebody to sew a, a zipper in their coveralls for $2.50. We cannot have lights we on can't do do that for $2.50. You know, I mean, we, we can't do that, you know, mm -hmm. and we... We bothered a lot of people with our price increases, but uh, we had to. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to pay lights. We have to eat. You know, so that was a huge challenge we had at that time too. Definitely. So yeah, um, how has that kind of industry kind of, or how have you kind of business changed over, you know, the twenty two years? You know, are you doing some of the things that you were doing, 
you know, 16, 17 years ago? Or are there new things that you're doing that you weren't doing 16 years ago? Yeah, the, the things that the, that the repair industry and the footwear does is still the same. We're just not doing as many as some of the repairs. Um, I have specialized into orthotics, so I build, you know, I work more with people's feet than maybe what was done before. And then we also get into what we call buildups. So if, if a certain individual's got a leg length discrepancy of a half inch, an inch, even up to two and a half inches, I think is some of our bigger ones. So we do that in a large area, meaning, you know, I, I do work for um, a company down out of Kansas. Um, I do work for throughout the state of Nebraska to do these leg length discrepancies. So we've specialized into that and we have people ship us stuff. I just shipped some back the other day to Dunning, Nebraska. Um, got customers up in the Brewster area. I got customers out west in the Scotts Bluff area because there's not as many repair, but this is a specialization into the repair mm -hmm. that, that we're noted for now too. So um, it's hard to imagine we got this little store downtown that, that sends stuff all across the state of Nebraska and then even outside the state lines. But when you specialize in something, obviously, you know, doctors and different things know about that now. So, so you do have quite a bit of a customer base outside of Absolutely. your proper? Absolutely. And how has that kind of grown over the years? I mean, it probably wasn't that way. Oh, I've, no, started. no, no. Yeah. Well, the well, two things that made that happen, you know, obviously other repair stores have went down. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we do utilize some social media, not as much as I probably should. And, you know, we got a website. And once again, I don't do as good a job as that as I should. Because the local area, and when I talk about local area to me, will range from Hastings to Lincoln. And it'll go to Columbus to, to about a 40 state mile, line. Forty miles. Yeah, it, it's huge yeah. compared to what it used to be because the store in Grand Island's there no more. The store in Hastings there no more. The store in Columbus is there no more. Just one or two in Lincoln. So we cover our local area is big. And then the people that get this stuff done. A guy was just sitting in the store the other day from Saint Ed, Nebraska. I mean, they just come and find you, mm -hmm. and, and you know, it, it's it's easy for them because a lot of them are heading maybe to Lincoln for the to the doctor or Lincoln, and then they just drop it off and we ship it back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but we had, I ship stuff back to Oregon. Um, wow. You know, yeah. when we have, I just built a belt the other day out of alligator hide that it was sent for me from a person that used to live here in Nebraska. Now they live in Florida, so they sent it back. I built it, and then we sent it back. Um, so you have that too. You have the, the kids that have moved away, mm -hmm. but still know the stores here. Mm -hmm. And so we do do stuff like that. To heck with trying to find one in my area. I know where yep. one exists. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, they probably could, but, you know, I mean, whether they want to or not, I don't know. Because you get into the bigger states, you undoubtedly can find some more of us mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the kind of other services that you offer that maybe people don't think of, you know, outside of the, you mentioned zipper repair, we do. you mentioned button, or I guess. Yeah, Tammy, Tammy has got stack of zippers. Obviously the weather's going to get cold this weekend. The zippers are piling up in, in there. Um, but, you know, for instance, we, a few years ago, we started doing more and more awnings. Mm -hmm. And then we had the downtown revitalization program, which really helped us locally. But, you know, we've done awnings in Strongsburg and in, in Gresham, in Geneva, different places like that. So we're doing more and more awnings. Um, we partner with Wallingford Sign okay. to do that because... You know, he does the infrastructure and then you provide the material? He, he helps me with the installation and take down okay. because, you know, obviously when you start getting a 24 to 30 foot awning, <laughs> you know, even if it's in two, three pieces, you got to have help. Yeah, you so, can't have... Yeah. yeah, and then he does the signage on them. Mm -hmm. So it's a good partnership between the two of us. 
Um, so, and then we've got, like I said, stated before, we get into orthotics. You know, so we do custom orthotics for people, which was never done before in the store. <clears throat> Still do the basic repair things, but uh, I build a few leather items like uh, cell phone pouches. Okay. Specialize into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the belts and, and normal things like that we do. So we could almost go through the alphabet and probably find something in every letter of the alphabet that we work on. There's way too much to remember. Or, you know, I mean, for instance, we had a backpack come in yesterday, a college student's home, and they need a place to put a pencil or something else. You know, and we just sew a pouch on something. We just do something. You know, okay. I mean, it just, you know. Come in with a problem and you'll find the solution. At, we try. Yeah. You know, we luggage repair. We do um, work on tents in certain times of the year. Not so much this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just you, you just never know. We sew ratchet straps together, tie down straps for stuff. I mean, it's so just, you do a little bit of sewing and a little bit of you, know, you kind of name yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely name it. Yeah. It, it. It. We still get surprised once in a while what comes mm-hmm. in the door. Um, but you know, if we can fix it, we're sure going to. I mean, I don't advertise this, but I have a classmate that, that is no longer in, lives in York, but his mom does. And we're still obviously friends. You know, she brought her earring that had fell down, you know, or fell apart. She brought it down for me to glue back. So together. do some slight, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. You know, that payment was two cinnamon rolls. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Breakfast for the morning. Darn yeah. good pay. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I look at it. So good In a small system. town... You have to do stuff like that. I mean, you just yes. have to. It's it's you can't turn away. But no, you know, if someone comes no. in and you have the ability, so you just tie into just about anything. You know, I mean, that we can. Right. I've recognized Within there's reason. things I cannot yes. do. Yeah. yeah. And but you know, for instance, around this area is not as big a deal anymore. But saddle repair. You know, I mean, I get some saddles in. You know, here and there, and just like like I say, it's just. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It really is. I um, I don't know what's going to happen someday. Uh, there's not too many people like us around. I say, I, yeah. York is probably one of the, if not the smallest community in the state of Nebraska that has a store like ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope somebody, you know, in the next 10 to 15 years wants to step up because I'd hate to see that, that it, after the that legacy, many years, you know, yeah, 101, you know, 101 starting next week, that it would go away. You know, I just, I, I really hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Going to have to get some um, high schoolers or middle schoolers, you know. Somebody at wants the same yeah. path that we chose. Definitely. You know, you're not going to get rich, but you're going to have a good you're living and live in a decent town. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, <clears throat> talking about living in a decent town, you know, you've decided to run for public office to help make this kind of a decent community and everything. What was kind of your you know, decision or what led you to run in 2014? You know, was it a vacant seat? Was there, you know, just an opportunity? You know, what kind of, you know, led you into the public service domain? At, at that time, I was I was in my 10th year um, at, on the city council. Okay. And I was midterm, so to speak. I had two more years on my, uh, my council seat. I was approached if, you know, because the, the council is at large, you know, throughout the whole town. There's eight in the and they're not in districts. Well, the commissioners are different. They are district. And my district, the guy was going to retire. He had done one year service or one term service, four years, and he was going to retire. And so I was I was asked if I'd consider it um, after about two, three month time of, of thinking about it. And I went ahead and filed for, for election. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate nobody had ran against me. 
um, which was a lot of, a pretty easy election to win at that point in time. And then, you know, I rescinded at the end of that year, right before I took over office as a county commissioner, I had, had turned my seat back uh, to the city council. So I'd already had 10 years of so-called training mm -hmm. and I decided then to get involved. You know, I had a business downtown mm -hmm. uh, and, and I thought that I could, I could do some good. And, and really those 10 years prepared me to jump in deeper, which as a commissioner you are, mm -hmm. um, you know, because we deal without the city administrator, we do things ourselves. And it's, it's been a, a learning curve, uh, pretty steep at first, but I've got seven years into it now and, and feel pretty comfortable. Uh, so yeah, share a little bit about what it is that the county commissioners do. I know people know they vote for them and they know that they exist, but I'm sure a lot of people may not know you know what it is that you know happens you know in that role so what is well what county government is a is a different style of government because there's so many elected officials mm -hmm. so we essentially take care of the business of the county you know we are our first and for, foremost as far as i'm concerned is our important job is the budget we set the budget and and we go from there and then the rest of the elected officials take it from there mm -hmm. you know whether it be the public defender the county attorney the clerk assessor the treasurer uh, the clerk of the district court these are all elected officials and they they are their own boss because the people elect them mm -hmm. um so it is a different different style you know than i was used to um but as far as the commissioners are concerned we set the budget we take care of paying the bills um, we deal with some personnel issues because of all of the employees or all county employees, but ones working under elected officials are under them. They're still county, but they're under them. But like the, the, uh, the county employees that are under the roads department, the weed department, um, our, our maintenance staff, they are all under us. So we have, you know, a certain amount of employees. So you that do we a little bit of HR care. then kind of too? Huge part. Um, I'm a, I'm a big sounding board mm -hmm. and, you know, so for instance, the call center is under us, mm -hmm. um, you know, and even though our call center director is in charge of those girls, they still fall under our command. Mm -hmm. So yes, we have to deal with some personnel issues and even the elected officials, even though they are their own, they'll come to us too for guidance, advice yeah. and guidance mm -hmm. and different things like that. Um, so it, it, it's, it's a different world. Um, in some cases, I feel like it could probably be better ran a different way. You know, that's my business yep. saying, hey, this could Speaking be a little efficient. bit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, it's, it's set up by state statute. So we abide by the rules and, and we go and, and there. Um, I do know as the chairman, which I've, I have sat in that seat now for my second year, it gets pretty busy. Um, because then you are definitely getting called. And like I mentioned before, you know, they have other commissioners calling and, and asking advice and say, hey, this is what's going on in our county. And so we compare notes and, and that works really well. Um, and then we also have a NACO, which is the Nebraska Association of County Officials. We can lean on them for advice too. Um, so it, it, it's been, like I say, it was a huge learning curve at first. I've settled into it pretty good now. Um, so it feels a little bit more comfortable. It can take up more of my time. It doesn't seem as mm -hmm. bad. I imagine it takes up a lot of time because I was just looking, you know, this morning a little bit, the abundance of committees that you all have and how there's only you know, two or three of you for that committee. You know, yep. it's like a lot, a lot of decision-making you know, for a lot of things. Well, so, and, and yeah. you need to be represented in, in certain areas. For instance, in the YCDC, you know, our mm -hmm. representation in there is, is Mr. Groats. 
Um, you know, we, we as a county, we all do, we contribute $82,000 to that organization, so we have somebody sit on that board. Uh, you know, it, it's just throughout the community that we have different things, and then even outside the community, we sit on the Southeast Nebraska District Board, mm-hmm. we sit on Blue Valley Board, um, you know, different things like that that we ask our commissioners to sit on those boards. And then internally, we have a safety committee, we have an IT committee. Um, yeah, I mean, we have a budget committee. Redistricting committee. committee the re- well, redistricting was all of us. Okay. Um, IT committee. Um, you know, there's just different things that we have to do. An insurance committee. You know, those are some of those that I sit on. So, um, yeah. Keeps you busy, I'm you sure. You can stay very busy. <laughs> Ask my wife how much time I spend at the courthouse. Um, and so, you know, what kind of impact have you wanted to have kind of in this role? Or what kind of... You know, I don't want to say legacy. That's kind of a crazy word. But you know, what kind of um, impact do you wish to have? You know, when you finish with this position. Well, I, I hope that there's a common sense approach that I bring to the job that I'm doing now. Um, the other thing that I, I, you know, whether we all want to be remembered for something or not, but I think we are. Um, I take time to get to know the employees. Now, I'm not good with names. And we just had two new employees over the last two weeks, and I warned them, I'm going to ask you your name for probably two months mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it finally sinks in or I figure out some way to remember some, yeah. the name because mm-hmm. it's just not, I'm not good at that. Um, but I want to be, you know, I want people to think that I care because I do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, is, is my main thing. You know, like, like I stated early on, our family's been here since the 1870s, you know, living just a few miles away. Um, I got legacy into these cemeteries around here that there's Obermeyer names on, and mine will be there someday too. Um, I don't need anything else other than just that. You know, I don't need a plaque on the wall or, or something named after me. That, that doesn't matter. It's just, you know, so people know that we care. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I think I'm surrounded, I know I'm surrounded by a group of commissioners that feel the same way. Um, we don't always get along. No, we don't no, always agree, yep. but the one thing we always do is every other Tuesday we get back together and we do the business of the county again. You know, so and uh, that's that's really good because we hear of these commissioner meetings throughout the state where one or two commissioners get up, stomp out, words are said, can't take them back in. Um, so I think that level-headed, that common sense, that pays off in the long run. It's huge. Definitely, you know, yeah, um, you know, I certainly, yeah, think you know we have a great set of commissioners that you know, try their best. And that's something that I've, you know, kind of noticed over the years is we all want what's best for the community. It's just, we all kind of disagree on how to kind of get there. Sure. You know, it's the path that's kind of there. We all want the best. It's just kind of, you know, getting there is a little bit different. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, we'll jump in kind of our rapid fire questions here to kind of round out our interview. Um, favorite smell that you have? Is there kind of a favorite smell um, that wow, all kinds of them, but the best one is fresh cut alfalfa. Okay, I could sit in that field all day long. What what, what about it? Just something. It's a sweet smell. Sweet smell. Uh, okay. Probably a little bit before you, but uh, we used to have an alfalfa mill on okay. the northern edge of this town, and uh, and then it just flowed across town. You know, as as they processed it. But you know, my wife's from the center part of the state up in Burwell, and and when those guys are harvesting, you know, that alfalfa, yeah, I can just drive around there all day long. I mean, it's a great smell. I only lucked out and I had the sweet smell of the ethanol plant. You bet. Well. You bet. That's a good one, too. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, a favorite season of yours? You know, what's... what's fall. One of the, fall. Hands down. Yeah? What about it? 
Uh, fall was, you know, as I worked for Penners, I was working with the farmers. Um, they were always in a better mood in the fall, and, you know, because of harvest time. Yep. The colors are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a hunter and I'm an outdoors person in fall, hands down. Have you ever been to Maine? I have not. You, you, it is on the list. August to November, if you can get up there anytime in that time period, it is incredible. Uh, being in, it's, you're an outdoorsman, you'll certainly yeah, appreciate yeah. You know, everything. You know, there's, you're, you're within so many miles of a river at any given point, yep. and it's awesome. Yeah, I, I highly recommend that. Uh, what's a favorite way to spend your day off? If you have you know a day to yourself or with the family, you know what what are you doing? You're gonna. This is funny, but it's at home doing projects. Mm-hmm. You know, it isn't taking off and going anywhere or shopping or anything like that. Um, I feel best when I've spent the weekend doing a project. Mm-hmm. You know, because I can come back Monday morning. Um, I just feel complete. You know, I mean, if I was to lay around all weekend, my Monday would be the worst Monday on on the books for me. You know, it just doesn't work that way. So I, I like dinking around the house. I like doing projects. I like always you know, something to be done. Even if it's go home and have to, you know, we have a little bit of a shelter belt on the on the west side of our property. Mm-hmm. If it's cutting one of the trees down and cutting them up, that I'm I'm totally content with that. Mm-hmm. Definitely sounds yeah. You keep a busy life then. It certainly sounds like yeah, absolutely. Uh, a favorite restaurant you have here in York County? I know there's. It's probably tough to name just a favorite, yeah, but you yeah. know, if there's one that you know you take family to or something on the regular, you know, people visiting from outside. Well, you know, it it's, it is tough, you mm-hmm. know, because I can sit here and, and say, well, you know, PKs is back online, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, chances are, I worked there when I was a teenager, so I mean, how can I not like that place? Carries, I mean, they're all, I mean, to me, they're equal. Hunter's Lounge, you know, my. My family grew up in that Waco mm-hmm. area, so Hunter's Lounge has been a part of our family for years and years. So I'm not going to pick a favorite one. I'm telling you, they're all good. <laughs> they are all even our, even our our fast food. I mean, that year that that uh, you know our, our favorite Golden Gate was shut down. Yes, it was yeah. a long year. That was a very <laughs> or, long year. or maybe it was more than that. I don't know. It could have been 20 years. It, it felt like forever without yes. that Golden yes. Gate. Yeah, so Express. they're all yeah. I, yeah, yeah, they're all good. Definitely. Uh, uh, this. Also, probably yeah, going to be tough. You know, maybe there's a few that you can nail, uh, but a favorite memory that you have here in York County, something that kind of you know sticks out in your mind um, as you know a, a favorite, um, just kind of a fond memory of the of the area. You know, we'll go back to to probably youth and stuff like that. You know, because then you know it's not like you don't have friends now. You do, but we're so busy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just lots of things that happened when we were younger that friends hung out and, and did stuff. Um, you know, through the high school years, uh, different things that maybe we shouldn't have been doing or did, you know, I mean, you don't tell a whole lot of those stories when in public, but, uh, you know, probably through the high school years was, was the best, you know, Mm -hmm. like say until everybody kind of split apart and and we all went our own separate ways, but, uh, um, that would be probably it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Growing up in the, yeah, these smaller towns and yeah having those close friends where you can bike all over town oh absolutely from one friend's place to another yeah it was great memories yep. certainly this one's kind of an interesting one you receive six thousand dollars free and clear to kind of do whatever you want with what would you do with that kind of money you know would you uh, invest in something would you take the family on a vacation what kind of what would you think well we doing? might take off and go to maine <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah that's it's been on the bucket list we probably travel someplace yeah um, you know, we have certain areas, 
you know, we're not interested in international travel. Mm-hmm. We think there's there's too many beautiful spots too here in the United States that we can mm-hmm. go to, and I can drive to most of those. We've been concentrating so far on the on the the wonderful West. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we spent a week in, up in Glacier National Park oh, this wow. last year. Um, so probably travel, yeah. go see someplace different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not that we have this bucket list. We want to see every state. I would assume we'll get there someday. Um, but that would be... What are some of the things that are on, like, your next kind of trip? What are some of the maybe ideas that you kicked around of places to kind of visit well, on your next trip? Yeah, we would. We try to avoid places where there's too many people, which mm-hmm. is funny because just a few years ago we went to D.C. and there's a ton of people there, but it was really, really, really cool. Um, you know, obviously the, the main ones are, mm-hmm. are we got Hawaii, we got Alaska that we'd really like to get to sometime. Um, you know, just, just go and see the nature, natural beauty that, that, uh, God gave us to look at, you know, that's where we, we just spend the time. We typically don't go out and eat at a bunch of restaurants. We stop, we pick up sandwiches or make our own sandwiches and we just go explore mm-hmm. is what we do. And usually once you get to talk to a few locals, you find these neat places that don't make the magazines, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that, that are really, really cool. The good places that, yeah, that. Can't shell out the advertising dollars. Everybody hears about the the Glacier National Park. Mm-hmm. Within an hour of Glacier National Park is this place called Coatney Falls. Never ever heard of it in my life, and it was beautiful. Rivals. It was beautiful. That's yeah. cool. Really cool. What was that called? Coatney National or Coatney Falls. Coatney it's Falls. right around. It's Coatney River, okay. and it's right around. It's very northern Idaho. Um, so you're only about maybe twenty miles from the the Canadian border, but just Awesome. Super cool. I have to remember that. Uh, what's a favorite candy or candy bar? Something that, you know, when your sweet tooth kind of... Yeah, goes. well, I don't do much of that, you know, anymore. But I would say that the chocolate-covered peanuts would have been mm. the thing. You know, you'll find out when you get a little bit older. You know, you just got to leave some of that stuff alone because they don't leave you alone. Nope. I mean, it sticks right with you for a long time. Uh, and then a favorite county or local event that you maybe always look forward to each year, whether it's maybe a... Uh, community celebration or York Fest or what's something that you look forward to? Well, not just because I'm a county commissioner, but I do think the fair is, mm-hmm. is one of our neat places to go. Um, you know, you can you can eat well out there. Oh, you know, yeah. Pork producers, the beef producers put on a good thing. Every day and, of the week, yeah. The fair board does as good as they can with the finances that they have to, to have the entertainment. To, and, and that is one time, it seems like, where you can bump into some some uh, old people you haven't seen for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. everybody tends to migrate to the fair. Uh, so I would probably pick that one as as the place. Not to say that York Fest isn't good or the other no, ones. No. You, know, you don't want to get caught saying anything bad, but the fair is it for me. Definitely, yeah. Always a great staple to kind of round out the end of the summer, and you know, schools right around the corner yep. and things like that. Yeah, falls falls coming. So yeah. Cool. So this last segment is kind of a fun segment where we get to talk about you know the good in our lives, things that are going well, um, just kind of get rid of some of the doom and gloom that's always going on in the world, it seems like, that it's talking about. And so I'll start off by talking about, um, I've just been you know excited, you know, the holiday season's right, you know, it, we're currently right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of it. Christmas was just last week, and so, um, you know, it was great to get together with family. We just lost Grandpa back in July. So it was great to get you know everyone together and and uh, be around you know family and everything. So that was great. Yep. What about you? What's something kind of? Well, the uh, one thing I guess we haven't talked about much, or just a little bit, we touched on it, is the family aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Tammy had two two children. 
um, Nicole, which is, is married to Michael Rungi, and we have two grandsons that live within a half mile of our house. Uh, they're three and five. Um, they're it. Alex, our son, unfortunately, um, the gal he found was just to the east of here, about two hours away, um, just into Iowa. Uh, he just recently moved there, so it isn't like it's that far away. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely easy to travel to. Uh, but, you know, hopefully there's, you know, getting married this next year, um, probably be a family to come with that too, which is, you know, that's it. That's awesome. Um, family is everything to us. No, that's been great that, yeah, you have, uh, you know, grandkids so close and everything like that. Oh, yeah, they pop into the shop and then, you know, that is the one thing that makes me quit working is, is when those two show up. But uh, they're, they're currently, the one is, is enrolled in Emmanuel Face School. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there's not very many people can say, I went there. My daughter and son went there, so we're the third generation going through there. I mean, there's a few people that can say that because the school's been there since the late 60s. -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it it means it's a huge deal to us um, to have those go through there, our our grandsons go through there. And, uh, yeah. It, what were the ages again on the grandkids? Five and three. Five and three. Five and so, yeah, three. starting to get a lot active then. Oh, yeah. yeah. They come over for Christmas dinner. Nothing to do with the dinner. See the presents. When are we doing the presents, you know? So, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a riot this Definitely. last week. It had to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the paper's flying, and, and they get what they get. And, and uh, you know, then we get to sit back because we don't have to assemble stuff anymore. <laughs> you get to watch everyone else. Yeah, it's kind of payment, you know. <laughs> That, that you got given to you, not by the kids you gave it to, but by the parents you know, that did it to you. So And the noisemakers and different things. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. you got to get the loudest toys always. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It, it is a great time of year. Um, you know, and then New Year's is coming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, it'll be a little bit chilly this weekend, the way it sounds. Uh, but, you know, so hopefully something new happens. A 52-degree Christmas was kind of... It was uh, wonderful. It, it was interesting without having to go to, like, one of the coasts or Orlando right. or something like that. We were able to experience that. So, yeah, yeah, it don't have to be white on my part. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know some people like the white. Uh, I, I'd be all right with it. You know, it's one of those dusting things that's right. gone by the 26th, you know, type deals. But I was okay with a 50-degree Christmas, you know. Sister-in-law sent pictures of Laramie, Wyoming on Christmas Day. They had about five inches of snow. It's great for them. Yeah, you keep Built character. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. So thank you for your time. You know, I yeah. just want to appreciate uh, you coming out and spending, you know, last uh, almost hour with me here. So thank you for your time. And then once again, I also want to thank our, our members. And so members such as Jensen Lumber Company, Union Bank and Trust, uh, Black Hills Energy, Copsa OD, York Cold Storage, uh, all great members that help support um, YCDC and our mission down here and helping us do what we do to help uh, grow, the, grow the county and the community. So... I'll let you close out the show, Randy. You can uh, leave us with a quote, some words of wisdom, whatever you want. If you you know, want to uh, you know, plug something, if you have an upcoming event or anything, you know, I'll let you finish it out. No, I just wish everybody a you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, we're closing out 2021 and looking for great things in 2022. Um, keep supporting you know, not only our city but our county and uh, keep coming together. I mean, it's, it's, it's really fortunate for us to be where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we get to watch stuff on TV all the time that is doom and gloom, but when I walk out my door, I don't see it here, and I'm proud of that. Definitely. I 100% agree. Well, thank you, Randy. You bet. Thank you. This is 17 County, a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. 
come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. <laughs>